Thus the Lord gave to Israel all the land that he swore to give to their fathers. And they took possession of it, and they settled there. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their fathers. Not one of all their enemies had withstood them, for the Lord had given all their enemies into their hands. Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. Now please keep your Bibles open. I'll invite Rob to come now. And for the kids, do follow Nina for Sunday school. Well, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the people who have uh, found a parking space. Well done. Uh, Dagenham has an interesting way with parking. You know, we used to have free parking on the streets, hence the big curbs, uh, but now they put in a controlled parking zone. But don't worry, it's not on a Sunday. Um, let me welcome you. Uh, my name's Rob. I'm the, I'm the church leader. Um, and we're going to be looking at those verses together. Um, and we're going to be thinking about the fact that God keeps his word to us. <laughs> and why that's an important thing, um, and why that's an important thing for uh, Sam and Bethan as well, and for Toby as they seek to bring him up. Um, have you ever thought that actually keeping your word is a big thing in life, isn't it? Uh, if people start to find out that you're the kind of person that always breaks your word, never turns up when you plan to, um, that will be, become a problem for a relationship, won't it? Uh, but on the flip side, if you're someone who does give your word and keeps it, then people will want to be your mates. Uh, they'll want to hang out with you a bit more. They might even entrust you with some of their kids, or that kind of thing. Um, and uh, this is my example. Um, it's actually the, the night that I met my uh, to-be wife, um, Hannah. And um, this is the story. We were meant to be meeting with some friends of ours. Uh, they were cooking dinner. It was going to be a barbecue. The barbecue was amazing. It was minted lamb. These were South Africans, so they know how to do a barbecue. And uh, so everything was in place. Uh, we were all in place, but, but Hannah wasn't there. And the reason Hannah wasn't there was because she was trying to get there. She was trying her hardest. She was sat at a bus stop. She'd been late for a viewing on a house. She was, we were waiting for an hour and a half. And that's pretty much what the food looked like when she got there. And the after-dinner entertainment was banana grubs. Okay? It's a, it's a wonder we got together. But actually, at that point, I thought, this is the girl for me. Because she's spent an hour and a half keeping her word. She said she was going to be there, and she's there an hour and a half later. Um, kept words invite relationship. And it's the same thing with God. And we've just been reading about those words in Joshua chapter 21. So I would ask you to keep those words open in front of you, because we're going to be looking at them together. These words again and again in these three verses say that God has kept his word God's unbroken word is this. It says, he gave, in those verses, thus the Lord gave, verse 44, and the Lord gave, and then again, for the Lord had given all their enemies into their hands. But it, then it says, as he had sworn to their fathers. So this is something God had promised he was going to do, and he did it. He came good. He did what he said he was going to do. And... Um, so he came, came good on the land. He gave them the land of Canaan. He came good on the meeting place. Uh, we saw that as a church in chapter 18. Uh, the meeting place with him. And he came good on defeating all their enemies in order to do that for them. 
Um, And then the last verse says this. Let's read it together. Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. So you see there, God's unbroken word. That's what we're seeing in these verses. And uh, actually, just like it was with Hannah trying to get to the party or to to the first date with me, it was the effort she went to to get herself there that showed how unyielding she was to her word. She was going to meet there. And it's the same thing with God, because if you, if you were with us for Joshua, you would have seen God overcoming huge barriers in order to get, uh, to keep his promise. Um, so, so, such like uh, bringing the people, of Egypt, uh, the people of Israel out of Egypt, and Pharaoh was the most powerful king. Uh, how about uh, getting them through the Jordan River um, in a flooded season? How about uh, the walls of Jericho that he had to overcome in order for him to keep his promise? So God has again and again and again overcome all the barriers in order to keep his promise. That's how much his word means to him. But what does it mean for you and for me? And this is a thing that I think we can learn from these verses. God's unbroken word is for you and it's for me. The fact that God keeps his promises is good for you and it's good for me. Um, Let's have a look at these verses. Um, He could have just said, God's kept all his promises, couldn't he? But he doesn't say that. He says it again and again in in, in an emphatic way, doesn't he? All his promises, not one of the words God has spoken. He does it in a way that's praising God, delighting that he is like this. Um, So he doesn't just state the facts. And if you've spent any time with Sam and Bethan, my guess is you've seen this kind of talk, this kind of uh, speak in what they've said about their lives, that God is actually a faithful God. But they haven't just stated that as a fact. They've said it in a way that shows that they truly delight that he is like that and that he's been faithful to them. Um, God's keeping his promises is deeply personal uh, and it can be for each and every one of us. Because as I said at the start... Word keeping invites relationship, doesn't it? Word keeping invites relationship. And if God keeps his word, then he invites a relationship with you and with me. And that's a relationship that uh, Sam and Bethan have uh, discovered for themselves and started out in. God has kept his word to them. Because God keeps his word, he's kept his word to them. It's a personal thing. Um, And you might be asking, well, what kind of promises, what kind of word has God kept to me uh, or to Sam and Bethan? The action we're in at this part of the Bible may have happened a very long time ago, but the God it reveals is an eternal God. And there's another passage I'm going to show you just now. um, And there's many to choose from that show why God keeping his word is actually cause for us to rejoice. Um, so let me show you one from Micah chapter 7. It says this. This is after the passage we've just looked at, and it's before the coming of Jesus. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. 
He will cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and steadfast love to Abraham. And there it is again, as you have sworn to your fathers, uh, to our fathers from the days of old. Now, this is a promise that should get us excited. And it is a promise that applies to us if we discover that God has uh, worked out his salvation plan. He has saved us from sin through the death of Jesus. And that's actually why Sam and Bethan, if you know anything of them, have been able to trust God in what has been a really, really hard time for them. It hasn't been easy. And actually, I think it's been more obvious that, that they believe this, that they trust this, because of the suffering that they've been through in their life. Um, why else would they still want to be uh, involved with God? Why would they want him to be part of their lives? Why would they be coming to this day um, saying that they want that to be part of Toby's life too? That's because God keeps his word. And he does that despite all of the things and and in the midst of all the things that we would think would stop him doing that. Um, God's faithfulness is surprising. And if you've been with us in Joshua, you would see that it's surprising because we're unfaithful. We don't keep our word. In fact, we go back on our word and we don't do what God has expressly told us we should be doing. So that is really surprising that God would be like this to a people who don't deserve it. As you heard there, he does not retain his anger forever. God would be right to be angry at us. And yet these people here and and today we can have assurance that God will not do that uh, because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Um. You might have seen in the verses uh, back in Joshua that the way in which God brought rest or this promise to his people was actually through bringing down his enemies. That was the way in which he created this opportunity for his people. He brought down his enemies. And just like that, the pattern of things is that God will one day bring all evil to, to nothing. He will sweep it away. And that is how this promise is important to us. Because if we are people who, like the people then and the people now, are doing evil, deserving of God's judgment, then the day when Jesus returns will either be a day when we can be friends with him forever, where he has pardoned our iniquity and sin, or a day when we will face that judgment. And we might get a little bit upset about that. We might say, I don't like God's judgment. I don't want him to speak to me about that. But it is loving and kind for him to warn us. And actually, this is the way that he is going to bring a place of eternal security and unending happiness. Just have a think about um, the news we've had this week. Sarah Everard, um, you know, the fact that one person could do such a thing as he did and to break his word... And to use his word in such a way as to deceive. Everyone that you speak to is like, our streets aren't safe. Everyone. And that's the effect of evil, isn't it? And Jesus says, when I return, I'm going to deal with all of that. I'm going to sweep it away. But the only way there's going to be the the good news for those he saves is if he deals with his enemies. God's unbroken word is for me. You can see now that God keeping his word is personal. 
It is important for you. It's important for me. Uh, it's not just sort of information that, you know, we can say, oh, the facts are that G- the, the Lord gave to Israel these things. But it's proof that he keeps his word to us. He invites relationship with us. And by keeping his word, he pays for sin. So God has kept his word to have compassion on sinners, to cast their sins into the depths of the sea. And that is such good news. That is such welcome news. Or at least it should be for any of those who know deep down that they don't deserve that. In fact, that they've done all of the things that deserve the opposite of that from God. It is wonderful news. It's extraordinary news. It's actually the kind of news that you may want to shout from the rooftops. Is that great? I can be forgiven. Um, So what will you do uh, with God's word uh, and this passage? Um, We've seen that the proven words of God make for a relationship with him. But for that to happen, we must believe those words. We must take him at his words. Trust him. Trust that he, he says what he means and he means what he says. And it may be more convenient for us to say that we can't really know anything for certain. And we've, as a church, we get into conversations with people, uh, whether it's here in Beckentree or just in our workplace and that kind of thing. Um, and lots of people would say, you can't know anything for certain about God. But that's to ignore the fact that God has spoken, that he has come in the person of Jesus. And rather than bury our heads in the sand, it would be wonderful for us to start listening to that word. To start listening to him. And maybe this is the first step in you doing that. It would be a wonderful thing to keep doing. Opening your Bible, listening to him, seeing what he's got to say and trusting that what he says is true. Um, If you want to ask me about that, please come come up to me at the end. I'd be delighted to show you some ways in which you can be reading the Bible for yourself. Um, I hope that would uh, be an encouragement for you. And this is what Sam and Bethan have seen about the God of the Bible, that he keeps his word. And that's why they are proclaiming, uh, that's what they are proclaiming about him as they dedicate Toby. They're not saying our word is really rock solid, watertight. Um, We can do what we promise to Toby. No, what they're saying is God will do what he has promised. And we're trusting that for Toby. We want him to be brought up as someone who can know God and know that he is true. Um, so, uh, actually, it will matter to them that they read their Bibles, that they spend time in his word, that they are a model for Toby of people who trust God's words, and they want him to see that in their lives too. Um, so that's an encouragement for you guys. Um, let me pray for us as we finish, and then we're going to uh, have a song in just a moment. Uh, We're also going to have an opportunity for you to just reflect on what you've been hearing. And uh, then we're going to reboot the Zoom uh, call and and move on with the dedication. Uh, But this gives us some uh, information, some backdrop to what what we're doing here. Um, So let's pray. Father God, it is amazing that you would uh, reveal yourself to us, that you would speak to us that you would invite a relationship with us based on what you say. Uh, Please would we be those who uh, don't uh, turn away from that word, don't turn away from what you say, uh, but be those who would want to listen and to hear from you. 
Uh, we know that this is something only you can do in our hearts. Normally we're proud. We think we know it already. Uh, so we ple- please, would you humble us and make us people who would uh, listen to your voice and learn from you and have you speak to us. Uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.